Yesterday, I set the stage. You were in a car accident, leaving you with legal problems, and now everything you own, including your portfolio and retirement savings, are up for grabs. What should you have done differently? I'm Brian Ellis, and I'll tell you right now in episode number 43. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, my friends. Welcome back, and thanks for joining me. When last we were together in episode number 42, which you should listen to immediately if you've not already heard, as it has the start of the training we're about to complete, you learned how the single biggest risk to your portfolio and your financial situation is not the natural gyrations of financial markets, but the risk of lawsuits, including the foolish trip and fall variety, or even those resulting from a typical vehicle accident. In fact, in yesterday's episode, we used the example where you were in an auto accident with Surly Steve, who promptly hired famed ambulance-chasing lawyer Larry the Lounge Lizard to sue you. Larry did an asset search and discovered that you have substantial financial assets like home equity, an investment portfolio, retirement accounts, vehicles, etc., and as a result, Larry chose to take Surly Steve's case on contingency, meaning that Surly Steve doesn't even have to pay Larry because Larry feels confident he'll be able to extract enough money and assets from you to make it worth his time to take the case. This is a bad situation, my friends, and it's really quite realistic. After all, anybody can be in a car accident, and anybody can make a multi-million dollar pain and suffering claim against you. You may even know someone who has been unjustly targeted by this type of lawsuit. So what could have been done differently to make this scenario less likely? Well, the real issue here is not just the risk of a lawsuit, but the risk of a contingency lawsuit. You know, the type where Larry doesn't charge anything to Surly Steve except for a piece, a big piece of the winnings. The thing is, most of the time, Surly Steve simply doesn't have the money to prosecute a lawsuit of this type. So, if we substantially eliminate the risk that you'll look like an attractive target to contingency fee lawyers, a big part of the battle is already won. So, how to do that? The first thing to do is make it difficult for Larry the Lounge Lizard to find your assets. You, my friends, are under absolutely zero obligation to broadcast to the world that you own a home or an investment account or any other assets. Yet if you don't specifically make the effort to own your real estate or other assets in a way that isn't easily connected to you, then you're making yourself an easy target. Now understand, I'm not a lawyer. So get competent legal advice about this stuff. What I'm about to tell you comes from the vantage point of a layman. A rather well-informed layman, but a layman nonetheless. So a good way to start. It's a good idea to make sure that assets don't appear in your name. For example, if somebody looks up the deed to your home, whose name is on that deed? If your name is on the deed, then your home is an obvious asset that's available for attack. Likewise, your financial accounts should ideally not be in your name and for the same reason. Whether you'd prefer to believe it or not, it is possible in many situations for a good lawyer to find out where your accounts are held, and sometimes even about how much is in your accounts. Scary, I know, but still, it's the truth. Now, it will be up to your attorney to advise you specifically, but in general, a really great way to accomplish this is through the use of a trust of some sort. 
Some trusts are really very simple, doing little more than giving you an alternative name under which to hold your assets. And then there are other trusts that are designed to be the basis of an estate plan and or multi-generational family tax planning. The type you need will be up to your lawyer, but the bottom line is this. With the right trust, your name can be taken off of the public record without giving up your control of the assets you've worked so hard to acquire. And if your name isn't on the public record, then lawyers like Larry the Lounge Lizard will have a really tough time finding your asset, thus making you an unattractive target. And that's what you want, to be perceived as an unattractive target. If you're not attractive as a target to contingency fee lawyers, then your legal risk goes way down automatically. But what if Larry the Lounge Lizard does find your assets, does sue you, and does win? Well, with the right type of advanced planning, even that may not be the end of the world. That's because there's a huge gulf between acquiring a judgment and actually collecting it. Allow me to explain. Just imagine that Larry the Lounge Lizard actually does win a $5 million judgment against you. You probably have some sort of insurance, and maybe that covers the first $1 million of the judgment. At least that doesn't come out of your pocket. But Larry wants to collect the other $4 million, so he deposes you and he gets your financial records where he comes to a harsh realization. You don't actually own many assets at all. That house you live in, it's a rental, which you're renting from your own family's trust. The investment portfolio, sure, you control it, but it's actually the property of a family limited partnership, which you don't own. And your retirement account? Well, there's some really cool ways to make sure that Larry can't touch that, but only if you get the right legal advice ahead of time. Bottom line, you're using and may even control a number of very valuable assets, but because you are not the legal owner of those assets, Larry can't force you to turn them over to satisfy his judgment. Where does this leave Larry? Angry, perturbed, and also impotent. Because a judgment against a person without assets or with very well-protected assets, is hardly better than no judgment at all. So you can, and you should, attack this problem from two vantage points. First, by disconnecting yourself from your assets on the public record. And secondly, by owning your assets in the right types of entities such that judgments are rendered impotent. My friends, remember that the basis of this little story was your being in a car accident with another party who happened to be vindictive and wanted to use your misfortune to get rich. Do you think this happens in the real world? Of course it does. Please don't let it happen to you. If you'd like a referral to an attorney who handles exactly this type of legal strategy, just drop me a note at feedback at sdiradio.com and I'll be happy to hook you up. And folks, the beautiful thing about this type of legal planning is that when you work with the right experts, there can frequently be huge advantages not just in terms of asset protection, but also in the areas of taxes and estate planning that go along with this planning. My friends, thank you for listening. Tomorrow, we're going to get into a controversial topic, gender issues and investing. You don't want to miss that one, so be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes. And remember, invest wisely today. Live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 